Starting a new job is always scary. Excuse me, everybody. This is Andy. He's new. Hi. Hey, bro. Hello. All right, mate. Twat. But with Roger McCarthy's new book, First Day Rules, it could be that little bit easier. The pages are full of advice to help you thrive, like why you should hide your weird laugh for the first fortnight at least, <laughs> how to eat your Pressamanche boiled eggs without looking depressed, the reason book reading on a break pegs you as a loner who collects Nazi memorabilia, and resist the temptation to sign off emails with your initial. You have time to write your first name. Don't be a c Not yet. That's First Day Rules, a new job survival guide from Roger McCarthy. Out now. In a world where comedians pitch fake movie ideas, this is Basic Pitches. This is the second fanciest office I've ever been in. What's the first? Google. Oh, wow. I went to Google. Really? That was a fun day. So my friend worked at Google. He still works at Google, but he doesn't live in London anymore. So Google's got, got the, gone one up from us. Well, do you have pool tables? <laughs> we got a foosball table. Do you have nap stations? Um, is that for nappies? Nappy changing? No, like naps, like for sleeping. Oh, right, right, wow. They have these pods that like swoop around your head and then it plays relaxing music for 20 minutes and you sleep and then you get up and keep going with your day. No way. Free food. Like, <laughs> any, like see here, there would be like a chest of drawers over there and you just open it and it's just fruit pastels. <laughs> oh, that's like Not loose, <laughs> like oh packets of fruit oh okay, pastels. I was gonna say, hand and get a load. They're all stuck yeah. together. Yeah, and yeah. Just have like chew one for a bit, put it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm here with um, Vittorio Angeloni. Smashed it. Um, you did better than most MCs do with my name. Well, when I met you in uh, the Vauxhall Comedy Club, I have to say, I <laughs> after hearing you say your name twice, I just gave up and was like, oh, "Cool, all right, mate." <laughs> so I was a bit like, I was, it was loud, and you were saying Vittorio, and I was like, "No, he's from Belfast. He's Northern Irish. There's no, yeah, way, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way." But I'm not going to bother. I can't even be bothered to cover that ground because it's a bit like. People are na you have a name. Do you know what I mean? Your yeah. parent, your your half Italian, yeah, half Northern half Irish. Irish. Yeah, yeah fine. exactly. If you so want to see a joke about it, go on my YouTube page and you'll see a joke that, about it. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> and the, the other thing is, uh, the danger is to kind of is to lead you down the road of doing material that you do on stage, which is not what this is about. So, no. um, it's good to it's good to meet you, my man. Um, how was your journey here? All right, everything okay? Journey here was fine. Where did I come from? I came from. Oh, I came from getting my haircut. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yes, Vittorio has a brand new haircut. And I'm stressed about it. Well, we were discussing in the lift about whether you can have a cool haircut and be a comic. <laughs> it's a this good, is it's a good philosophical debate. Especially in England. English comedians are so self-deprecating. Whereas, like, if you look at the American scene or even the Northern Irish scene in Belfast, they're mm. not, like, at all, because it's not part of, like, the culture to be self-deprecating right. as much as it is in England. So I'm very different to a lot of English comedians who get on and go, oh, I'm so awkward and blah, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whereas I go on and go, like, it just feels different. So maybe, I don't know. American comedians get away with it looking cool, but yeah. I don't think English comedians do as much. Oh, okay. So you've taken it, you've gone down a self-deprecating route um, because it suits the the climate. Politi uh, Sometimes. I have some self-deprecating stuff. I think I'm less self-deprecating than a lot of English people. It's a, nice, it's a good haircut. It's, um, you, to look at you, you wouldn't think comedian because, you know, most <laughs> most of them don't have cool haircuts because, you know, it's short at the side. It looks like a grade one on the sides. Yeah, it's and spot it's on. it's longer on top. Yeah. And it's a, it's a sweep. So, if, yeah. you know, it's kind of... you. you could I mean, this is the best it's going to look because I never put in this much effort okay. as, like, the guy did. Yeah. You normally wear a cap, don't you, anyway? So. I wear a cap sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so you're just <laughs> <laughs> a complete <laughs> waste of I time. I might wear a cap tonight. I'm so stressed about it. But, uh, no, it's, it's very... It's, you know, you, you could be playing left-back for Spurs. It's that, you know, it's, 
Why <laughs> left back? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't look good enough to be like in midfield. <laughs> I play comedian. I play comedians football every Sunday. Do you? Yeah, a bunch of us get together and play five a side awfully. <laughs> it's the worst. There's like three really. <laughs> Who's good in the team? Is it a famous team? No, that's the Tuesday night game. That's yeah, the dream. Right. So is it Sundays is <laughs> like <laughs> you, can, you can get promoted. <laughs> yeah. There literally is. So like Sundays, Sundays is just like people that no one would have heard of. But like a couple of us have maybe been on TV a couple of times. But then the Tuesday evening game is like David O'Doherty, like Reese James, like proper like uh, yeah, like comedians like right. from, who've all done like Live at the Apollo. And I don't know how it's worked out like that. I think their game's just been going longer. Right. And there's a couple of guys in the Sunday game that have played like one game at the Tuesday game. And apparently they're worse at football than us. Uh-huh. But obviously better at comedy. <laughs> yeah. There's more of a chance for anyone to make it at comedy than there is a chance for anyone to make it at As football. a footballer, that's true. Because there's also a time limit on football. So uh, one of uh, very fu- one of your funny bits that I am going to ask you to educate me on is uh, Kendrick Lamar's voicemails. <laughs> so the joke is, like, I'm confused because hip-hop songs have voicemails, or every hip-hop song has a voicemail in the middle of it. And it's not just Kendrick. It's like Frank Ocean, Tyler, the Creator, uh... I'm so out, it's unbelievable. Like, just, like, Chance the Rapper has, like, a bunch. And it's just this thing of, like, and it's always their mum. It's always a voicemail <laughs> from their mum being like, try hard and do your best and don't. Frank Ocean has a whole track on his album, which is just his mum being like, don't do drugs. Look after yourself when you go to college. It's like a voicemail she left him, supposedly, when he went to college, being yeah. like, and if you're having sex, make sure to wear protection and do it. And it's always, that's the whole track. Doesn't yeah. even do a song. It's just a track and it's a voicemail. Right. So I was very confused by it. But I think what's nice is it comes back when I say, Do you know if I put my voicemail in a song, do you know what it would sound like? And then it I put the microphone in my pocket and rustle and it around. Just scratch it around, yeah. That brings everyone back on board. Because I feel yeah. like some people hear hip hop and go, I'm not going to understand this joke. Yeah. But then it comes back to a very relatable place. Yeah, and then don't you say, you scratch it in your pocket for a bit. This is what my voicemails would sound like. You scratch it in your pocket and then you get it out and you're like, fuck, fuck sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny, isn't it, in hip-hop that they're doing that? What Does it sound like a voicemail? Is it quite obvious it that they've got her into the... But is it just an effect? I don't know. What, how do you record voicemails? How do you, like, access them and, like, put them? And, like, if it's... Like, Frank Ocean's, like, most recent album and it's her leaving him a voicemail before he goes to college... That's like 10 years ago. There's no way he still has that voicemail anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or he's very forward thinking. Yeah. And saved it. It does. Is it true, uh, Vittorio, that you got um, uh, dumped three times by the same girl? Yes. And in the punchline that she dumped you on Christmas Eve? 21st of December. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. That's close, that's close enough for the joke. Yeah. And with Christmas looming, that's uh, does it? do you get like any PTSD from it? or anything like that? Well, I get a stressful thing where... So we were both from Belfast and like anytime I'm in Belfast, especially around like holiday times, that's when like people go home, especially Christmas time, when people go back home to like their families. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get pure like anxiety in Belfast, just like in case I bump into her. Right. And I, I tried to like. Still. Like take it into my. Yeah. And it was like three years ago. Yeah. I still get like stressed. I tried to like take it into my own hands like a while ago, like maybe a year and a half ago. I was like, I messaged her and I was like, look, if you're around over Christmas, it'd be good to meet up just because 
I don't want to like bump into you and for it to be weird. And she was like, no. And I was like, okay. Okay. And right. that like that helped a lot. Yeah. So I'm not stressed anymore because I'm oh. like, oh, it's like drew a line under it. Oh, mate. Oh, it's horrible. Because I didn't want to get back together. I've got a new girlfriend. She's really nice. It's all good. Yeah. But like, it was just like, why spend four years with someone and then like, never speak to them ever again it seems I, very stressful i i get you know if anyone can get to the bottom of that psychological it's conundrum weird, isn't it? i uh it's very strange i i i i think it's i have a weird thing that i kind of think that all relationships reg- regardless of the acrimony that they ended in there should be a sort of like legally binding opening line of inqu- inquiry like for, for almost indefinitely so yeah. it's like if that person after three years is still having some kind of they should be, you should be able to go straight to the source and be like I don't know why but sometimes I, I wake up in a cold sweat thinking about you even though I'm over you like it should be perfectly okay to say that it's weird because like I'm going to Manchester this Saturday and I know that she now lives in Manchester and I'm like that's weird. What if I bump into her? Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably c- won't happen. No, but, no. Although I've said this on Twitter yesterday. I am the king of bumping into people. I was in Budapest at the weekend and I bumped into someone who I didn't realize was going to be in Budapest at the same time as me. What if an ex, what if this woman that gives you a little bit of um, anxiety, what if she came to a show? If she came to a show, I would forget about I it. I would leave. I wouldn't do the show. Really? If you saw her? If I saw her. Could you continue with the act or would it just kind of completely? If I was on stage yeah. and I spotted her? Yeah. You see me on stage. I don't. I'm not exactly like a very tightly scripted. No, it's a kind of laid back yeah, vibe. Very it's, conversational. It's, yeah. So, if I spot something, no matter what point I'm at in a bit that I'm doing, I'll talk about it. So, if I was talking about something and spotted her in the crowd, I'd go, "Just give me two seconds here," because, and I would just do. It, I would just reference it, yeah. and she would hit me because yeah. I know her. She would. She would get so angry. I was with my initial girlfriend for like six months and then i like referred to as my girlfriend and she was like what do you mean and i was like you're my girlfriend and she was like she was like but you never asked so we're going out yeah like there's a continuation of consistently going places together yeah that's going out that's what those words mean yeah and she was like no but you never asked and i was like right do you want to be my girlfriend and she was like she took ages. Oh, she wow. sat there for like five minutes and was like, oh, I didn't think I'd be going out with someone this soon. And I was like, you already are. Yeah, like, whether you, you like are. it or not, you are. <laughs> like, and how long have you been with her? The, uh, nearly two years. It's been a long week in the office. You're tired, stressed and bored of swiping right. But you really fancy a shag. Get your end away the easy way at Gigolo Joe's drive through Pull up, place your order and put out a Gigolo Joe's. Hello, Gigolo Joe's. We won't tell if you don't. Oh, hi. Can I get the City Boy shag, please? Yeah, what build would you like? We've got skinny, swimmer or absolutely shredded. Absolutely shredded, please. Penis size. You can have small, medium, large or extra large. Extra large, please. Uh, do you want size with that? You can have kissing, hugging or eye contact. Um, I'll take one kissing and one eye contact, thank you. Any phone number with that? No, thanks. So that's one City Boy shredded, extra large penis, one kissing, one eye contact and no phone number. That'll be 11 Please go to window four. Thank you. Get your end away the easy way at Gigolo Joe's. I had you down, I had you, I had you pegged as, I thought, I saw you on stage, I thought, young guy, good looking bloke, he's going to be, he's going to be like running. No, I was awful at that. Okay. I'm awful with girls. <clears throat> I just like get, like I fluke it and then. You just you wing it and give it a go. And yeah, I'm terrible, terrible, terrible with girls. What, chatting girls up Just stuff. The, the, I can't talk to, I can't. Talking to women, yeah, it's a tricky thing, isn't it? I've got like, and even with comedy, which makes it like easy, 
I had a girl like three weeks ago who she was like, are you single? Like just before I went on stage. And I was like, no, I've got a girlfriend. And she was like, would she be up for a threesome? And I was like, I have to carry this energy onto the stage <laughs> right now. <laughs> like what's happening? Even then, like if girls come up to me and compliment me they after the show, I freak out. I can't do wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. That's what that, those were her words. Wait, Vito. A girl came up to you mm-hmm. at, at one of your shows. South Kensington Comedy Club. So of course Club. it was South Kensington. <laughs> yeah, was she like, you know, no, she was, was she like this? Yeah. She was Australian. Oh, right. Bloody hell. <laughs> really? She was like, hey, hey, Vittorio, you fancy a threesome? Well, basically. You want to go? Um, on stage, I was like, I've got a new girlfriend. And she went, boo. So hang on. She asked you before you went on. Mm-hmm. Had she hadn't even seen you yet? Nope. Well, she had. She'd obviously seen you waiting to go on and knew you were... Did she know you were a comedian? Yeah, because I'd done, like, the run around. Down, I don't know if you've ever been to South Kent. It's, like, up, like the... Have you been to the Camden Head at Angel? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, like that where there's a pub downstairs and then a function room upstairs. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the run around downstairs being, like, comedy show upstairs, comedy show upstairs, comedy show upstairs. So they came up and then I was like, oh, come on, sit here. And she was like, are you single? And that's how that started. That's brilliant. Did she, did she show you who you'd be having a threesome with? No, but I, my girlfriend is who she meant. Whoa. She was like, I don't care if you have a girlfriend. <laughs> and you, it, was a, it was a no straight off the bat? Well, I said... I'll have to ask her. I said, probably not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend probably won't go for this. <laughs> Traditional. Uh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice you're getting. That's the, that's the kind of thing. I, I, a guy like you doing the job you do, you, yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, you that's want nice, but I freak out. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you were great after the show. And I, I'll just be like, uh, I guess, thanks. Uh, if you want to cast me another show to uh, Instagram, uh, if you want, uh, maybe. Well, there we go. That's amazing. Uh, the life of a young comedian. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> um, well, welcome to Basic Pitches. Basic Pitches. I'm excited. Um, did you listen to any? I listened to Sunil Patel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember what his film was, which means it must have been bad. Mine's so good. Yeah. Okay. Great. Mine's so good. <laughs> this is good. I, I've never had. I've never had a, a borderline arrogant response. It came to, to me this. in a dream. That's <laughs> not even. That's not even a lie. <laughs> well, after I'd asked you to <laughs> no, come on, no, it already existed. Oh, as right. a dream. Okay. Great. So you'd already had the idea. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That's that. That I, a pre-made idea is going to be much more well-worn and honed. Uh, let's hear it. Your basic pitch. What movie is going to wow audiences worldwide? So I'll tell you the dream. Because it's basically a feature-length dream. So oh, God. Nobody wants to hear a dream. <laughs> Dreams are no, the like... You do, this is the problem, yeah. So when you tell someone you're going to tell them a dream, they're like, no, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Okay, let's, fr- let's frame it as a movie pitch. Because okay. that's the... Right. No, it's fine. You can tell me the dream. That it's also the movie. So I'm stood at the train at the underground platform waiting for the tube, as you do every fucking day, right? And then the tube arrives, but it's only one carriage long. And I'm like, that's really weird so only like five people get on and then it goes and then i hear this noise from down the tunnel i'm like what the fuck's going on and the like the what's it called the little like thing that has the three minutes upminster whatever i the, the electric board, board. The train board <laughs> the, the, the arrivals board maybe yeah yeah and it's like it's blinking, twinkling away so it's blinking yeah and kind of fucking up and then it like turns off and you hear this like noise coming from down the tunnel and it gets closer and closer and closer and then three black taxis are driving up the tracks mm-hmm. of the tube mm-hmm. and they're hanging out this, the window of their black taxi with paintball guns oh no and they're like we're taking back the city <laughs> <laughs> with paintball guns yeah so they're driving through and everyone like runs away 
and then you get to the surface and you find out like that all the bus drivers have paintball guns, all the Uber drivers have paintball guns, all the tube drivers have paintball guns, and all the black taxi drivers have paintball guns. And there's this all out war where you don't know where it's safe because you're above ground, the buses and taxis are all there. You're below ground, the black taxis have got into the tube system. They obviously went to like the end of the district line, mm. jumped onto the tracks, Good and knowledge. then are driving down the tracks because <laughs> that's where the tracks are most level with them. District line goes above ground more than any other line. Okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so they're shooting and then it's all like chaos. And then there's like so much death and destruction. And they're all everywhere and they're trying to like gain control of London's transport system. Because if you have a monopoly on it, then like you're going to make millions. It's yours, yeah. So and then the the movie ends and I'm stood on the tube platform with dead bodies all around me. And like a bus tipped over and like taxis on their side and like fire. And, and it's just me standing there thinking like... I still can't get where I want to go. I, have you ever been paintballing? Very sore. Yeah, and there was aggressive men there yeah. who would walk right up to you and like shoot you. It yeah, no, nice. some people yeah. don't care. Hey, you get, I, I, if I ever went again, I'd have to wear some kind of. I think full the problem is that they do care. Armor. The problem is that they do care, and they think that they're like. They do. They think they're in. They think that the people who take it seriously think they're in Call of Duty, don't yeah. they? Like real. It's the sound of a paintball coming out of a gun of the gun is <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lovely little sound, isn't it? It's so it's because uh, I started quite ballsy. I was like out and about, like shooting people, and then I yeah. got hit with one paintball, and I was like, forget about I it. I never want that yeah. to happen again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, then the memory of the pain is so is so awful yeah. as well. So in your movie, there every everybody has access to these paintball guns, and that's how in a kind of. I don't know why of, my movie was sort of ball guns. In a kind of Bugsy Malone meets the Purge. Yes. There's a kind of uh, Yes, that's the that's like the Guardian quote. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how many people would see it on the basis of that quote, but we'll go with that anyway. Well, I think there's a thread in it where we try and work out we try and work out why people are so desperate to get to work, even amongst all this chaos. Because I thought that about the Extinction Rebellion thing. Uh-huh. And this dream was pre that. But when people were protesting on the tubes, like, obviously those people need to get the work to make money. But, like, to pull a man off a tube mm. and, like, throw him to the floor, I was like, surely ring your boss and be like, there's a man standing on top of the train. I'll get the bus and I'll be an hour late. Yeah. But it's, like, it's weird, like, and it was classic Twitter, people being like, this is what capitalism does to us. It makes us want to go to work so much. And I'm like, uh, shut up. Yeah. Like, I agree, but I'd never want to hear you talk ever again. You don't pull somebody down like that unless he's just being fucking annoying. And that is annoying. It like, is annoying. People acting, I think, especially in this country, English. and we hate that. We hate that. You hate it. rebellion. You hate it. Like, English people hate rebellion so much. You did it once. You got rid of the monarchy once. And then shit yourselves and brought back King James. James II? It's like the restoration period in history. Basically, you rebelled, you got rid of the monarchy. Did you know that happened? Like, England got rid of the monarchy? I'm going to nod and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got rid of the monarchy once, and then everyone shit the bed and was like, nope, we need that. Yeah, we need it back. For no reason. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, I'm here with um, Vittorio Angeloni. Vittorio's here on Basic Pictures. He had a dream, and his dream was that London had gone into some kind of apocalyptic meltdown. It was overrun by insurgents carrying uh, paintball guns. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's about you trying to get to work. I don't know where I was trying to get to. Maybe I'm trying to get to a gig. So it's starring you. I guess so. Or who would you say would play me? Well, let's get to starring. It's always quite fun to say. <laughs> um, well, you can play yourself because I don't think anyone else is capable at this point. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I'm too complex. <laughs> <laughs> although I would, uh, although I would, I, who would I like to see a young 23, 24 year old American actor doing your Belfast accent? Terribly, because they really can't do it. It's a tricky one to do. I'd give it a go, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Um, people always say, like, Noi. That's good. That's what they say. That's better than most people. Noi. You're going to do that for me? You're going to uh, do this? got worse. You should have retired. <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're gonna to do that for me? It's, it's tricky, isn't it? I, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you do it? Go on, give me, uh, give, give, give me your best Belfast. A be- do you want me like thicken up the Belfast accent? Yeah, give, give me a sentence to say in like a uh, Belfast accent. Say, um, I'll have, uh, hi, I'll have three pints Two, I'll have three pints, two Jaeger bombs, and can you smoke in here? All right, mate. Can I have three pints, uh, two Jaeger bombs, and can you smoke in here or no? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> so is that is that that's like a really that's that's thick. thicker. That'd be like West Belfast probably. Oh really? Okay, that's good. Um, okay, right. So yeah, so we got this action thriller. Uh, we're quite lean on plot, but you know that's fine. It's kind. Of, it's 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 a it's a it's an action movie, obviously. Yeah, it's, I think there's. It's a maybe there's like a romance. On the journey. Okay. You have to keep her safe as Maybe well. Maybe my ex turns up to the gig. Right. So let's say for the sake of this movie, you do see her, okay? Mm-hmm. So Anxiety attack. So look. Right now. You're not your even in the film. Right now. Anxiety attack. Let's say uh, the person starring you. Joaquin Phoenix. Playing you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one man who can do the accent, it could be him. Scarlett Johansson can play anything, apparently. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Scarlett Johansson plays you, <laughs> right? And she has her hair quite short these days. Yeah, yeah. And she has quite a husky voice. Yeah. And she'll give the accent. Okay, okay. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is stars as Vittorio Angeloni. Yeah. And uh, your band of brothers that you're with, or sisters. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's, uh, who's that, like two friends? Name your friends, two, two people who you'd like to have along with for the ride. Luke and Dan. Luke and Dan, great. Uh, Channing Tatum can play Luke. So far off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Luke's Glaswegian. <laughs> Okay, James McAvoy can play Luke. That's a shout. Yeah, yeah. And Dan's Ginger and from Leeds. Dan's Ginger and from Leeds. Yeah. Oh, we need a good night. And Jamie Bell can play Dan. Who the fuck's that? You don't know who Jamie Bell is? No, I'm awful. Billy Elliot? Donald Gleeson should play Dan. Okay, yes. So the trio are making their way through London. Vittorio's got to get to a gig. Scarlett Johansson's got to get to the gig. Yeah. Uh, for her first stand-up set, which would be also pretty awesome <laughs> to see. And, um, and along the way... Uh, uh, Vito, the man I'm sat opposite me, uh, slash Scarlet is going to run into the dreaded X. Yeah. Now, if you were listening from earlier in the setup, you'd know that it's a cause of slight internal agony still. I'll be having a panic attack until I grab the microphone because that's how I go on stage. Yeah. I'm freaking, my heart is like pounding in my chest. I grab the microphone and it all switches off and I just do the jokes and it's fine. Yeah, all right. Good for you. But I'm shitting myself until I get up there. But then it goes away when you get up there. Yeah. As soon as I grab the microphone, I'm like, oh, I know how to do this. Do I need a title for the film? Because I came up with a couple of titles slash taglines. Oh, yeah. Hang on, what? Title. Which is a tagline and which is the title. Okay. I need your help. Okay. Because obviously it starts with the black taxis. So a couple things would be like, because you know the way when you get up, when you finish a taxi journey, you're like, anywhere here is great, mate. Do you know what I mean? When they're like, whereabouts? Oh, yeah. like, oh, just anywhere here. Anywhere here. So I thought, 
everywhere here is great because they're trying to take over the city. Yeah. Or what time are you on till? That's a good tagline. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're very taxi based. (laughs) They're a bit taxi specific. I do like, you know, I do like when you, because you do say to the guy when you're getting out, um, uh, anyway here, please, mate. Yeah. Like anywhere here, Every time. which is like linguistically is quite strange because that doesn't mean anything, does it? No, it means here. <laughs> it's like it's like now, like get me, let me out now. Yeah. Anywhere here is good. So I just think I think the movie should be called Anywhere Here. Yeah, because immediately I thought because you said it was too taxi based, we could do something with the initials TFL. Oh yeah, I quite like that. The front line. If it's like because it's public, let me do. Oh, so we could, if it's called. Anywhere here, which sounds a bit of like a sort of indie movie, really. It sounds like a rom com. Yeah, it does. It does sound a bit fluffy. But if it was called, um, if it was called TFL the movie, and then it was just called FML was the strap line. Yeah. Have you seen that uh, Facebook page, Women Who Eat on Tubes? Yeah. Weird. Well, it's cruel. Yeah. yeah but they have TFL, Time Food Line. Time Food Lie. Line. Time so yeah, like when you're posting a picture, it has to be like what time? Oh, okay. In what line? Yeah, I found m- about that group before I moved to London. That it's was weird. It's mean that group. It's <laughs> very strange. It's just it's mean. Very perverse. It's cruel. You know, it's like people look like yes, people look bad when they eat with their hands. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> Take a photo of anybody. Like it just <laughs> yeah. seems a bit like um, you know. Okay, we'll call it anywhere here. Paint the town red. Des. Yes. <laughs> They are no, no, no. Right. So the strap line. So TF is it TFL? Oh, red because blood, mate. TFL. Take back the city because that's the like. Okay, okay. That's the line. Brilliant. That was like iconic in the TF, dream. TFL semicolon. Take back the city. And then, the strap is they're painting the town red. Yeah. Good. Excellent. We'll get that into development, Vittorio. Super. Vittorio Angeloni. Smashed it. So did you. Thanks very much. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being a basic pitch, you little swine. (laughs) You rascal. You threesome-denying rascal. (laughs) And uh, look, if I ever see you in South Kent, look, seriously, Victoria, I just want to say, like, you got a lot of guys down there, you know, bloody, like, really bloody good guys. Like, I came out with my girlfriend tonight. We had such a good time. It was so good to see you, like... You're a really funny guy. Like, you, even though you're from Belfast, I actually understood almost everything you said. Almost everything. Yeah. I mean, I get that far too much. I get a weird one. Old women come up to me and go, like, after the show, go, you have lovely eyes. And I go, the jokes? Yeah. Do you want- yeah. Did you hear any of those? <laughs> no, I didn't get any of those, lovely. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit deaf in one ear, but lovely eyes and arms, weren't we? <laughs> weren't we, Julie? We were saying. Yeah. And we said, oh, he's bet he's got a massive. Anyway, thanks a lot. That's... <laughs> That's been basic. I pl- should I plug my oh, okay. anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> plug my anything. Yeah, go on, plug something. Just get me on Instagram. That's the best way to find out shows. You know my Twitter is Ravioli McGee. My Instagram is just Vittorio Angeloni. It'll be on the title of this episode, I guess. Mm. You know how to spell it. it w- and yeah. then, so if you listen to this, check it out. Follow him. Very funny guy. Uh, I make a point of going to see people usually before I have people on, so yeah. I can attest to that. Good jokes, funny jokes. Well conceived, <laughs> well written, and delivered with mm. years that belie this man's youth. Yeah, not a wrinkle on that face, mm. not a pound in his bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I don't know. I'm doing all right at the minute. I'm not paying rent. 
No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Vittorio, thank you, my man. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Basic Pitches. The podcast to have you in stitches. Basic Pitches. You've heard of films with some really bad ideas, like Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. So once a week, we'll be chatting with a comedian, getting in the groove and improve the movie medium. Thing is, most stories have a stupid premise, like The Phantom Menace, or films about tennis. Basic pitches, comedic riches. Basic pitches. A podcast to have you in stitches. Basic pitches.